Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Let's get right to the Word of God. Uh, I'm always excited. How y'all doing? Way up there. You way, way. You all right? Can you hear me okay? I feel like just because you're far, you can't hear me. Thank you so much. Somebody breath stunk down here? I got, we gonna, I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. How y'all doing up there? Y'all good? You enjoying yourself so far? I don't want you to think just because you're far up that you're far away. I feel you guys, and I love you guys. Up there, y'all good? All right? Up top right here, you guys are good? How you doing? Thank you for coming. We love you so much. We love you so, so very much. And we're happy you chose to live as your place of worship today. God is our focus. Jesus is our strength. We thank God for his love, man. Mm. I could cry right there. I was arrested with this topic like late yesterday, last night. I was like seeking the Lord. I was traveling all week. You know, I'm, doing, I'm still doing this bloody, bloody wind tour. So don't be scared of that, visitors. Bloody Wind is the name of my album, which is number one on the billboards. Anyway, anyway, it's not about that. Ah, it's not about that. Please get it if you don't have it, though, please. Don't YouTube it, buy it, please. Uh, it's not about that, it's not about that. It's not about being number one on the billboards, it's not about that. But I thank God for that. But I don't get jaded by that, because next week it could be somebody else. So the industry is like that, so you don't feel like you're the man. Just, that's just number one for one week. Anyway, I'm doing this, so I'm like, Lord, what should I preach? What should I preach? I'm always, live is always on my heart. This is primary, you know what I mean? My family lives primary. So I'm on the road promoting the album, like, Lord, what should I do? What should I do? What should I preach? What should I preach? What should I share? I was arrested by this, like, late yesterday. He gave me the words so late. I woke up yesterday, like, all right, God, because I, I, I just got in Saturday or Friday. I said, all right, Lord, it's, it's, it's like Saturday. You, 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 you gonna tell me what I'm gonna tell them tomorrow or no? Like, uh, and I kept asking when I woke up, I just kept praying, like, Lord, okay, I'm waiting on you. And he said, clean the house. I was like, whoa, devil, you are defeated and under my feet. In Jesus' name, Lord, what should I speak to your people in the name of Jesus? Clean your house. I said, Satan, get be be behind me. So I started cleaning the house. And, yeah, and then the word came after that, not even during that, because I, I, I got done cleaning the house, and I sat down. My wife was so happy I cleaned the house, guys. Fellas, never mind. Fellas. You can save money on these roses and candies and all that stuff. Expensive dinners. Clean the house if you're married. Do them dishes. That don't cost nothing. Oh, this, this is a big key I'm giving you right now. Some of y'all are so tough, you're going to go broke trying to give her something she don't even really want. Never mind. That's not the message today, so amen. Woo, boy. I'll take a rag over a, a, a big dinner bill any day of the week. <laughs> so he gave me this message, and it's entitled Baby Shower. Right? That's what I say, like, huh? 
it's a, it's a prophetic, it's a prophetic word. What I mean by that is not really a lesson. Point one, point two. It's not really like that. It's really me speaking over your life. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna share some things with you that I'm gonna ask you just to receive. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, last week, the last, last week, the last two times we gathered together, we've been talking about I rest. That. I'm not even done with that. <clears throat> that has been an, an incredible enlightenment for, 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 for me and for us. But the, the general idea of I rest is to kind of just drop your shoulders uh, and rest in what God has already promised without anxiety or worry. And ultimately, I'm saying it's time for you to be responsible for you. Parent, parents, mothers, you're all, everybody's responsible for everything else. You got a job, that's automatically first. You got kids, that's automatically first. You got a spouse, that's automatically first. Now, you have to take care of you first. I'm not talking about the selfish people like, yes, I'm glad he's saying this. No. I mean, with balance. The first thing God gave us was dominion. Authority over, okay? Authority over. I give you dominion, Adam. I give and let man have dominion. The first thing you have authority over is yourself. You can come back anytime you want, and I'll move your seat to the front next week. The first thing you have dominion over is not, you know, the employees. Y'all think you're ready to start a business, but you can't even run the business of your soul. You can't even run the business of your mind, but you want to be a CEO of what? If you don't know how to manage you, you won't know how to manage a corporation. So God is like, I'm trying to give you more, but it starts with you. You have to be responsible for you. You can't even love your friends without loving yourself first. Love thy neighbor. It's quiet now. Love thy neighbor as thyself. So what's first there, your neighbor or you? You. In the sentence your neighbor is, but in the concept you are. You have to learn how to be responsible for you because people are selfish by nature. They're not going to think of you first. Oh, man. They're going to think of themselves first because if you're not healthy, your friendships aren't healthy. If you're not healthy, your marriages aren't healthy. If you're not healthy, your business ain't healthy. If you're not healthy, your ministry ain't healthy. I don't care how many times you speak in tongues and lay hands on everybody that falls out. If you're not healthy, nothing you attach to will be healthy. Tell your neighbor, take care of you. Now tell you, close your eyes and tell yourself, I gotta take care of me. Not only, but first. God didn't create you and your family. He created you. He didn't create you and your business. He created you. Look at the, look at the, uh, the priority of God. You first, then you're connected to your family, then you're connected to the ministry. Then you first. So look at what he told man. The first thing he told man was, Adam, be and then multiply. Be fruitful and then multiply. You can't multiply what you are not. You can't give nobody peace if you ain't got it. You can't make nobody happy if you ain't. What are you multiplying if you're not being first? 
It's quiet to my left. Let me go to my right. He said, be and then multiply. You're trying to multiply without being. Tell your neighbor, I got to be something. I got I to gotta be something. You cannot multiply who you are not or what you don't have. I'm going to say that a little slower. It's impossible to multiply what you are not or what you do not have. So I have to become what I want to multiply. You want people around you happy? Be happy first, then multiply it. If you need people around you to be happy, you'll never be happy. You got to be it and then multiply it. Tell your neighbor, do it first. I'm preaching already and I didn't even start. Tell your neighbor, you do it first. And that's the general consensus of this whole sermon. You be it first. The Lord told me to tell you this morning, you are pregnant. I knew I shouldn't have went to homecoming. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about natural. Should have left after the game. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not talking about naturally. You are pregnant. In the spirit, you are pregnant with dreams. You are pregnant with purpose you are pregnant with power god told me to tell you here's the prophetic message god told me to tell you the next level of joy is coming from inside of you y'all missed it on this side your next level of happiness is coming from inside of you you are pregnant with your own joy you almost y'all gotta receive it i'm not preaching long today receive it you are pregnant with your own peace you are pregnant a bundle of joy y'all quiet over here you are pregnant with a bundle of joy stop looking for your spouse to give it stop looking for your church to give it you got the next level of joy on the inside how on the inside of you i'm gonna stare you good right you ain't gonna stab me or shoot me or nothing right all right, because security is watching i'm making sure they know you good you good all right he good y'all look i looked him in the eyes he good he good stand down stand down I looked him in the eyes. He good. Keep watching, but stand down. Okay, uh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> when you're pregnant, I'm here to announce to you, your life is not about you anymore. Uh-oh. Your life is not about just you anymore. The baby is now priority. This is gooder than I thought. The baby now takes top priority. It's not about you anymore. So my purpose now is priority. My calling is priority. My goals, I'm gonna bring it all the way because y'all, goals, okay, let's say goals. Your goals are now priority. I can't afford to be distracted. This is a sensitive time in my life because I'm pregnant. This is the season of utmost sensitivity, and I can't afford to party like I used to. Y'all, when you're pregnant, you don't party like you used to. 
They kick you out of clubs. Okay. Some clubs be like, yo, go home. You're pregnant. When you're pregnant with something, you can't party like you used to. You change everything. You don't smoke. You don't drink. Y'all. Because my life ain't about me and what I want anymore. It's all about the purpose. I mean, baby, you are pregnant. Stop lollygagging. You're pregnant. Stop playing around. You're pregnant. Stop just drinking and just having and doing whatever you want. You got something bigger on the inside of you. Liv, y'all not hearing me this morning. You just living life like it was the last season. This is a new season and you're carrying something now. Tell your neighbor, I'm carrying something now. Tell somebody else, I'm carrying something now. I got goals. I got dreams. All right, that's practical. In the, in the spiritual, you have an anointing. You may not know it yet, but you got an anointing. You got a purpose. You got a destiny. Y'all, okay. I, I'm, I'm about to announce it to you, man. I have some water. Everything now is about the seed. Thank you, sir. Everything now is about the baby. As soon as you find out you're pregnant, everything changes. Everything you do is catered to the baby. Everything you do now has to nurture the seed. Oh, God. Everything you do. Because in the first trimester, tell somebody, this is a sensitive season for me. Say it one more time. It's a sensitive season for me. Let me move. In the first trimester, there are not many changes on the outside, but there are many changes on the inside. You know you're pregnant and you know you're in the first trimester when your insides start changing. When your thoughts are a little bit different. Not this side, I'm sorry. When your thoughts are a little bit different than your friends. When what used to be cool, you gotta question it now. Nothing changed on the outside, but something on the inside. Something on the inside is changing because you got conception. Now conception, oh God, I'm about to break this down a little bit. Conception is when the sperm meets the egg. There is a collision. <laughs> the collision happens when the sperm, it's actually an invasion. When the sperm invades the egg. Okay, so when the word comes, it disrupts something on the inside of you. Woo! There's a collision when you get a word or when you get a dream or when you get a goal, it collides with something else. It invades it. It breaks in. It don't knock on the door. It breaks in. Some of y'all got dreams you didn't ask for, but it broke in. You came to live one time and the word arrested you because the word invaded your space. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. So now, the first common symptom of pregnancy is morning sickness. So the first sign that I'm pregnant, the first sign that I'm carrying something big is sickness and discomfort. Live. I hope y'all can read between the lines this morning because I got a plane to catch to promote my album tonight. 
Hopefully this promo season will end soon. The first sign that lets you know you're carrying something big is sickness and discomfort. You used to chill around certain things, but you're uncomfortable and it makes you sick. Another sign is fatigue. You get really tired quick. You used to be able to endure certain environments. Now you're tired of it. It's, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. <laughs> Some people don't know they're pregnant first. They just get the signs first. You just get sick of your boyfriend now. Like, I'm, sick of the, I'm sick of the same. I'm quiet over here. You, you get sick of your boo. Like, I'm just tired of it, babe. I'm tired. You don't know you're pregnant yet. You just got the symptoms. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I'm ready for more. Woo! There are some things you were cool with a month ago that you're, it's, it's uncomfortable this season. I'm here to just help you out and let you know you're pregnant. Something's wrong with me. If, if something's wrong, I'm the only one. Feel, no, you're the only, You're pregnant. <laughs> you're not weird. Don't try to adjust to how you used to be. The, no, you're pregnant. Fatigue. The things I used to have energy for, I don't anymore. I used to have energy, I don't, I, don't feel like, I, don't, I don't feel like it anymore. You're not boring, you're not lazy, you're pregnant. <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking, I know it's prophetic, so. <laughs> the second trimester, let me move quickly. Second trimester is when you start feeling pressure and pain. These are the signs that I'm carrying something great. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Y'all, it's greatness on the inside of me. I got some great, you don't even know. I got, I got goals. I got, okay, the first sign is sickness, fatigue, and discomfort. The second set is pain and pressure. In the, between the first and second trimester is where most, uh, uh, not abortions, but most babies die. Miscarriages, thank you, is where most people have miscarriages. A, because they don't know they're pregnant, some of them. B, because they don't nurture their pregnancy or stress. The first thing they tell you when you get pregnant, don't stress. That's why I rest was so important last week, because God had an announcement for you this week. Y'all miss what I just said. That's why he said, don't worry last week because I got an announcement for you this week. And the announcement is, you are pregnant. That stress or that pressure or pain can damage the fetus. Anybody who had kids in here, I need y'all saying the most amens. Because I'm looking at these young boys in here like, oh, okay. Ladies, I need y'all on this one. Thank you so much. The fellas looking at me cross-eyed like, when are you going to get to the brothers? This is the brothers. <laughs> Second trimester, pressure and pain begins. We often think, if I'm on my way to destiny, why am I confronting pressure and pain? Because we think if it ain't easy, it ain't God's will. He got something better for me. No, pressure and pain is part of progress. I'm going to say it one more time. Pressure and pain is part of progress. 
My wife, uh, I keep talking about this, and I said it one time I live, and I'm going to say it again, and you might hear it 80 more times if you keep coming. My wife and I were pregnant with, well, she was pregnant with Austin, but I feel like it was us. Pregnant with Austin, our first child. So we went to the doctors for everything. If she sneezed twice in a row, mm -mm, something wrong. She never snows twice. Yeah, snows. That's past tense sneezing. Okay, I made it up. Something got to be wrong because she never snows twice. <laughs> Y'all think I'm ghetto. Y'all be like, she sneezed it. What sneezed it? See, that's worse. So I'd rather say snows. <laughs> we went to the doctor for everything. We said, doctor, look at that. Doctor, she's breaking out. Doctor, look at this. Doctor, her leg hurt. Doctor, her leg. He said, uh-huh. Every time we went, the 17 times we went, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, why are you so calm? What's wrong with the baby? He said, okay, yeah, she, she's making progress. I'm glad you got smart people in here. Every time we went, he said the same thing. She's making I'm here to announce to you when things are going wrong in your life, when pain hits your life, let me tell you something. You are making progress. Don't run from the pain. That's where the progress is. Don't run from the problem. That's where the progress is. Don't run from the pressure. Am I yelling too much? Can you turn me down? Are you all right? I'm excited. I can't do this in a quiet way. First time visitors, I don't scream during the whole sermon all the time. Sometimes I take my time, I have an intro, I do the lesson, and then I just kind of build it. I can't do it this time. I have an announcement. I feel like Paul Revere. The British are coming. Your future is coming. Your destiny is coming. Your purpose is coming. Your peace is coming. Your joy is coming. I have an announcement. Second trimester, pressure in the pelvic area and back pains. Back pains due to the stomach expanding. Everything changes in the second trimester. Appetite. <laughs> Cravings. You are my craving. Desires. All of this begins to change in the second trimester. Your appetite changes because the baby needs different things. So God doesn't depend on your discipline. He just changes you. Oh, did y'all hear what I just said? The baby needs different nutrients, but he doesn't depend on the discipline of the mother to give it correct food. He just changes your appetite. Y'all are missing what I'm saying. This is how awesome God is. That's grace right there. Because if it was up to us to nurture the child, we'll be on for three days, and then we'll go back to... No, he changes your whole appetite. He changes your cravings. And you know you're pregnant when things that used to please you don't please you anymore. All right. Your attitude changes. This is where the women going to get quiet, Dave. It's okay, but it, yeah, it's real. Thank you, Mom Bush. Your attitude changes. Your behavior changes. They call it mood swings. I changed my mood. I wanted to go. I don't want to go now. 
Don't be afraid of disappointing people because your mood changed. <laughs> I'm not doing that no more. I did like it. I don't anymore. Matter of fact, my wife used to love stuff and then she hated it when she was pregnant. She hated the smell of her. I'm like, baby, we always ate this. Remember, every, every Friday night we ate this. Just go over there. Go over there with it. I don't, she don't even like the smell of it. Because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Y'all quiet over here. All things have passed away. And behold, all things. Don't be afraid to act new. Because you're not acting. You are. I'm going to say that one more time real slow. Don't be afraid to act new on somebody because you ain't acting. You are new. Tell your neighbor, I'm not acting new. I am a new creature. Get used to the new me. Get used to this version of me because I'm not going back. Y'all, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Behavior changes. Give me a pat. I'm sorry. I know I used to. I don't like it no more. I'm sorry. Give me a pass. See, pregnant people get a pass. Y'all can have an attitude. She pregnant. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, give me a pass. If you think I'm just, just give me a pass. Because until, what's in, until I see what's on the inside of me, there are going to be some changes. It's a sensitive season for me because I'm carrying something. Until what's inside of me is seen on the outside, there's going to be a different version of me. You, you got to not be afraid to disappoint certain people. So excuse my attitude, excuse my focus, excuse my drive, excuse my discipline, excuse my devotion, excuse my prayer life, excuse my worship, excuse my praise. I'm in a different season. Give me a pass. Give me a pass. And, never mind, I'll talk about it. No, I, I'm going to say it now because I might forget it. People, you need to let your friends change. Because I hate that when I, when I was, when I was in your, your guys' seat, which is about a year ago, and some change, when you hear a word that's powerful and you really want to apply it to your life, but you're around friends who, you know, you got to kind of joke with the word. <laughs> like tonight, today, after church, don't mess with me, I'm pregnant. But you really want to really receive it, but you know they're going to think you. Tell your friend, let me change. You might mess around and be like, yo, I got a new job. And I'm going to say, praise God. I don't need you to be like, praise God. Let me change. Y'all quiet. Matter of fact, just don't be afraid to change, Liv. Do it right in their face. Well, thank you, Jesus. How you feel? Well, good to see you. Don't be afraid to be the new you. Don't let nobody arrest you to who you used to be because you got somebody else to be. And don't joke with the word. This ain't nothing to play with. You got to joke to feel comfortable about changing. When did Jesus joke to change anybody? I want to just change that culture. Be careful. You know you're pregnant. <laughs> We're not playing. Who, who in here is playing? Who's playing in here? Why would you come here to play? We're not playing. I'm not giving this word to give you jokes. So I want to say it real loud in front of all your friends while they're here. Don't play with this word. Don't play with any word. If you're going to change, change. And friends, let them change. Matter of fact, you should change too. 
sick of that. Everything in the second trimester seems to get worse. Most notably, weight gain. People can't handle you like they used to because you gained substance. I mean, weight. Your conversation done got heavy on them. They're like, whoa, yeah, I gained weight. Yeah. I'm carrying something. I'm speaking on a different level now because I'm carrying something. I gained substance. I gained knowledge. I gained revelation. I'm gaining weight. And people are just mad that they can't carry you like they used to because you weigh more than you used to. They, they were able to keep up with you in conversation. Now they're going to have to dig for themselves. They're going to have to gain weight themselves. <laughs> Y'all, all right. <laughs> in boxing, there are different weight classes. Never mind. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, featherweight, lightweight, heavyweight. They don't let the heavyweights hang out with lightweights. Why do all the heavyweight Christians hang out with featherweight believers? Y'all quiet on this side. Let me go to the side where y'all work out at. Why? Why are you a heavyweight hanging with featherweights? You don't belong in the same arena. You don't belong in the same ring. I'm on a different realm. I got more weight. Okay. So you gain weight. To prepare, you gain weight. Stomach stretches. To prepare for your next level, you're going to have to stretch yourself. To prepare for what's coming, you got to stretch yourself. You got to stretch. Your body begins to stretch itself. You don't go to the doctor and they, push your, they bump your stomach out a little bit more. All right, it's two months. Okay, three months. They don't bump it out. You do it. Matter of fact, the purpose in you pushes you to stretch. Woo. I said the, the purpose in you pushes you to stretch. So, so don't be so locked in to your previous identity because you're about to start looking different. Don't be so locked in. I'm loyal. You understand? I'm a loyal. I'm, I'm a ride or die. I'm, okay, that was me. I need to stretch now. I need to be open to other things. I need to expand. You're so locked in. The, I'm hood. I'm from the street. You don't play with me. Okay, now you're in a different arena. You got to stretch. You ain't got to lose the hood, but y'all quiet. You got to stretch. It's not that you don't have a stomach anymore, it's just expanded. I'm sorry, let me get to the, I ain't get to a scripture yet, did I? <laughs> I'm loyal, I'm tough, I'm cool. You All right, that was that season. That's when you wasn't pregnant. You're carrying something bigger now. Be open to expansion and stretching. You're about to look different. You're about to wear different clothes. It's probably clothes you hated that you're going to have to start accepting because that's what fits you now for a season. I don't, there, we found some pregnant clothes that looked all right, but them jeans with that, uh, with that elastic front, I'm sorry, like a kangaroo pouch in the front, my wife was just like, I'm like, I hate them jeans. So sometimes you, <laughs> sorry, babe. She made it look cute though, but it was just like, I, sometimes, you're going to have to be cool with wearing something you don't really like for a season to make your purpose comfortable. To give your purpose an easy delivery, you're going to have to be cool with wearing things you don't like sometimes. Like humility. I done said a bomb. I dropped the bomb. I know y'all hate how that look. Ooh, don't be no punk. 
No, nah, don't be no pump. You tell them. No, I'm pregnant now. I'm not, I can't wear my belt that tight. I'll damage my future. I got to be open to wearing ugly clothes that I don't like for a season, like humility. I got to actually turn the other cheek. I got to actually be kind. I, okay. Being tough is not first when you're pregnant. All right, let me go. Let me keep going. So there comes a time when you don't fit things like you used to anymore because now the second trimester you start showing. <laughs> I love this because it didn't happen yet, but you're showing. The baby ain't here yet, but you're showing. Some of us need to celebrate the fact that we're showing. I haven't started the business yet, but I got the name. I ain't start my company yet, but I got the website. Look at your neighbor and say, it ain't here yet, but I'm showing, I'm showing. Woo! Y'all not excited yet because you, you're about to start showing. It ain't happened yet, but you're starting to get signs. People are going to start seeing little by little what's going on with you. You got a website. You got a company name. You got a logo. You dating somebody. You got, oh, yes, it's coming. Tell your neighbor, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Woo! High five your neighbor and say, I'm starting to show. I'm starting to show. Let me get y'all out of here. Woo! Where my praise partner going? Praise partner, what's up? You got to go? You got another church to go to? Oh, out of town. God bless you, man. All right, be good, man. Thank you. Security, y'all can rest now. Security, you can rest. All right, thank you. I'm just... <laughs> We're good now. All, all good? We're all good. Okay. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I'm showing. Yes. The third trimester is the toughest. You get shortness of breath, retaining fluids, hands, ankles, feet, face, all that swells. You get dark patches of skin, stretch marks. More pressure on the bladder, more back and more pain in the hips and the pelvis as the body prepares for delivery. This increases more and more as the baby comes. The pain increases. The closer you get to birth. The, un the discomfort increases. Don't think about a baby right now. Think about life. And what you're trying to do in life. I'm trying to fulfill my goal, but everybody turning me down. Yes. You're in progress. You're making progress. You got to think about your life now. I don't know your testimony. I don't know your story. But everything gets worse the closer you get to birthing the baby. Because these are called contractions. <laughs> Let me get off this subject. All right. Well, that's the whole message today. These are called contractions. And then when the pain is at its height, when the pain is at its worst, when you think you can't take any more, God, I mean, the doctor has the nerve to say, push. Y'all quiet. Yeah. When you feel like you can't live another day, God, I mean, the doctor says, push. When the pain is at its worst, that's the time you praise until something happens. You pray. Look at your neighbor and say, push. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Push. Do it more. Go harder. Go harder. Pray harder. Praise harder. Dance harder. Y'all, never mind. I'm going to praise a little higher than before. Praise higher. I guess that's a, I could do that. Because high praise, praise higher. Yeah, I'm going to do it more. 
I'm going to sing a little louder than before because it's time to push. I'm going to jump a little higher than before because it's time to push. Ain't no pushers in here. I see that. No pushers in here. Let's go to the first scripture, not the first picture, the first scripture. Let's go quick. So let's talk about somebody who had a baby. Mary. Angel came to her and said, fear not, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and you'll call his name Jesus. Woo! She found favor. Favor don't come to you because you're the best. They don't know if Mary was the nicest person in the village. We don't know if she was saved. She couldn't have been at this time, actually. But we, we know she was a, a believer. She was believing on the coming of the Messiah. We know that. But you don't find favor because you're so good. The one who gives favor just likes you. God just likes me. Okay, it's quiet. Yeah. Matter of fact, you do favors for the most pitiful looking ones. Who gives a rich man favor unless you want something from him? Most of the time you have you, somebody who you, okay, who you know needs it. So you think your mistakes disqualify you. That actually qualifies you. For the goodness and the grace of God. I ain't going to go there no more. Yeah. yeah. You're just chosen. Period. For reasons solely based on the favor giver. Fear not. You're going to conceive in your womb. The second scripture said, we know that she said, how could this be? I don't know a man. And the angel said to her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. The power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, the holy thing shall be born. It's called the Son of God. She said, I don't have a husband. I ain't been with nobody. In other words, I know you're speaking these good things over my life, but I don't have what it takes. I don't do what it takes. You're, I hear you, Pastor Ty. I'm praying that good things are coming to my life good, but I don't do the stuff it takes to get what you're saying. That's what Barry said. How could this happen? Because I don't do the stuff. I don't have, you can say have for the sake of the message. I don't have what it takes, or I don't do what it takes for this stuff to happen. And the angel said, I'm glad you said that. That's why this is favor. Because the Holy Ghost shall overshadow you. Woo! It's going to overshadow your mistakes. It's going to overshadow your shortcomings. Y'all not listening today. I don't know what's going on. The Holy Ghost is going to overshadow everything that should disqualify you and bless you anyway. Your weaknesses are overshadowed by the Holy Ghost. Your shortcomings are overshadowed by the Holy Ghost. So stop counting yourself out. Something humongous and great is coming into your life through you, and don't count yourself out. He said, next scripture, and did you know that your cousin, she, she, she conceived the son, older she is. See? Because Elizabeth counted herself out too. Old as she is, everyone called her barren. Stop listening to what everybody calls you. Because when God is about to do something, he's going to overshadow their comments. He's going to overshadow popular opinion. We know who you were, but God is telling you who you're about to be. Everyone called her barren. And there she is, six months pregnant. So whose words got more power? People's or God's? Thank you. Not 
nothing you see is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. You can be happy the rest of your life. Quiet. You can be happy the rest of your life. You can be blessed the rest of your life. You can be healed and healthy the rest of your life. You can be provided for the rest of your life. Because nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said, yes, I, I see it all now. I'm the Lord's maid. I'm ready to serve. Let it be just as you say. Somebody say, let it be. Amen. Basically, you're saying amen. I'm going to say some things. You just say amen, okay? Amen. Never. Where? I thought I came to live today. Where's live at? Am I talking too fast? No. Are y'all bored? No. Good. Okay, good, good. I'm going to say some things, and y'all say, let it be, or you say amen, okay? For the rest of your days, you will be happy. Amen. For the rest of your days, you will be blessed. For the rest of your days, you will be provided for. You will never go hungry. You will never go broke. Your relationships will be healthy. Your marriages will succeed. Your children will call you blessed. Your children will be blessed. Your children's 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 children will be provided for. God got your back. God will fight for you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Let me move it quick. Your cousin is pregnant. She is? Really? Yeah. Let me tell you the story. Zechariah was praying in the temple, doing his job, and the angel said to him, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you shall name him John. Look at this. Look at all this good news. God has heard your prayer. Look at the next scripture. You will have great joy and gladness. See, when you're very sad, this is all too good to be true. When you broke and can't make ends meet and you mad at your spouse, this is too good to be true. He breaks in the darkest places of your life and says your prayer is answered. You're going to have great joy. You're going to be happy and glad. Many will rejoice at this. You ain't even got friends. And God is saying everybody about to be happy about what's happening in your life. He will be a man with the spirit of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will do this. He will do this. He will do this. He will do this. Zechariah said to the angel, you expect me to believe this? And that's what I feel from some of you all today. That's why I put the scripture in there. I, I projected disbelief. I'm almost done. But I got to get this part first. Do you expect me to believe this? That's some of y'all's question today. I'm an old man and my wife is an old woman. That's his excuse. Whatever your excuse is, you can put yours there too. He said, whoa, I am Gabriel, the centennial of God, sent especially to bring you this glad news. I'm giving you good news. I'm not saying you're going to die in 30 days. We will receive bad news quicker than good news. You know why? Because we'll think we deserve it. You might die in three months because, yeah, I, I know, I messed up all my life. When I was a kid, I was wild, so I deserved this. You read what you, what? We can quickly receive bad news, but resist good news. All right. I'm going to keep talking about it. I feel, you, you know what I'm saying? I got I to gotta fight to give you good news. Religious people don't receive good news. Because it's too good to you. 
Because you feel like you got to work for it. I got to earn God's goodness. I got to earn God. No, God owes no man. So he's not going to owe you because you did so good. He's going to favor you and bless you because he's good. God doesn't bless you because you're good. He blesses you because he's good. God doesn't heal you because you're good. He heals you because he's good. God doesn't make a way because you're good. He makes a way because he's good. Hallelujah! Somebody shout hallelujah! I'm bringing you good news. But because you won't believe me, you'll be unable to say a word till your child comes. Zechariah was dumb from that moment on. He couldn't speak. What? Why would you doubt a favorable answer to your prayer? The first thing the angel said is, hey, God has heard your prayer. You're going to have a kid. You're going to be glad. How could it? Why would you? Don't pray if you're going to doubt about it. Don't pray about it if you're going to doubt about it. Please hashtag me on that if you, because I see some of y'all on your phone. I'm, I'm assuming you're texting the sermon. Don't pray about it if you're going to doubt about it. Because all you're going to do is end up dumb. You're going to shut your mouth. You're going to shut your influence. Until what he brings to pass comes. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be dumb in this season. Say everything the pastor is saying right now. I don't hear everybody's voice say, everything that man's saying right now is about to happen in my life. I ain't about to block my own blessing. What kind of fool will block your own blessing? If you say good is coming to me, I just open up and receive it. If you say a blessing coming my way, I expand and prepare for it. The devil is a liar! So a few days later, I'm going through the story and I'm done. A few days later, Mary hurried to Judea. She went to where Zechariah lived. And she entered into the house and she greeted her cousin. Elizabeth! God, I heard you was pregnant. Liz! Lizzie! Elizabeth! I don't know no other nicknames. Beth Bethy! Bethel! Beth Lily! was six months pregnant the Bible didn't say that Elizabeth saw her when she heard her the baby leaped y'all missing what I'm saying I ain't gotta see you to bless you when you hear my voice what's inside of me connects with what's inside of you you gotta connect with people who got who's carrying something I said, connect with people who's carrying something. Stop hanging around with barren people who ain't got no vision, no purpose, no drive, no destiny. I've got to get around double shot. I've got to get around people that's carrying something. Actually, but are you carrying something? At the greeting, the child leaped within her. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit at the sound of the greeting. <laughs> something inside of her connected with something inside of me. Something 
something inside of you is related with something inside of me. Something inside of you is kin to something inside of me. Now, understand that that's good or bad. You connect with certain people because y'all both got a little ratchet in you. So some of those things you need to abort. Because you quiet in church, but let that be, ah, 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 you got all that for that? Why are you connected with that but not worship? Okay, it's quiet on this side. Let me go over here. Why are you connected with cuss words and all that but not the word of God? You need to check your belly! You need to ask yourself, why do my baby leave every time something ratchet happened? Why am I excited every time something ghetto happened? Something rude or mean or evil. Why do, I, why do I rush to Halloween Horror Nights, but I'm late to church? Why? Why is my baby leaping over the wicked? Check yourself. I'm not, I don't condemn you. I don't know you. But I, something in you is related to something in somebody else. You hang around somebody just promiscuous all the time. You might not be doing it every day like them, but something in you. Okay. You're not a thought, but... I said a thought. You're not a thought. That's what I said. Thank you for streaming with us. Live. Thank you for streaming. Put a caption under that, Stephen. You're not a thought. But something in a thought makes your baby leave. Why? You're just as perverted as them in some way. Something in you shouldn't... And I'm not mad. We all got stuff we deal with. I'm just upset that nothing godly makes you leap. People sitting in here right now like this. I see you. I ain't going to point you out because I love you. But I... Why, why ain't nothing in you interested? That's scary. Never mind. I ain't going to force you to respond to be interested. I'm just saying it's a little scary. Do your thing, but I'm just saying it's a little scary. She said, all right, the next one, I got to move quick. Elizabeth gave a loud cry. She was filled with the spirit. No prayer. No tarrying. No hands laid on her. Just a greeting from the right person. Mary didn't even give her a word from God. Hey, girl. Y'all. Why can't I hang with people that I leave full? Oh, never mind. Oh, let, me get to my, let me get to my point so y'all know what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. Elizabeth cried. She said, Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored? This, this is speaking in tongues, kind of, because how you know Mary was pregnant? She was filled with the Spirit and started speaking things she didn't know. It's quiet to this side. Let me go back over here. Tongues is not always an unknown language. Tongues could be prophecy that you just don't know. That's tongues. She, she said, yo, God has blessed you above all women. How you know that? I, you ain't got no phone. I ain't text you until you ask. You ain't see my post. You ain't see my IG post. How you know I'm blessed above all women? How you know I got a child? And how you know that child is blessed? She asked about Joseph. Because Mary was single at the time. So she asked how she got pregnant. 
but she was so filled with the spirit, she just got it. You need to hang with people that just get it. Never mind. It's easier to converse with people that get it. Never mind. Otherwise, you got to explain everything. Well, an angel came. No, I don't feel like explaining everything. Do you got the same thing I got inside of me? Well, let's have dinner tonight. Let's have lunch tomorrow. I can talk to you. Let me go. Why am I so honored to have the mother of my Lord visit me? How does she know that? Wow. It should be an honor to chill with the people you hang with. The mother of my Lord. Even though you're my cousin, I recognize what's in you. Even though we family, you got something in you that I honor. Ah, uh, never mind. I, I'm going to keep, y'all know I'm going to do it again Wednesday. Y'all already know. Last scripture and I'm done. Thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all for waiting. When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. It was said that for these six months, the baby didn't move at all. Studies show that Elizabeth, at six months, no movement at all. It was said that she, was, she would probably have had a stillborn. <laughs> but when you're in the presence of somebody that's carrying something, even if what you're carrying is dead, it'll leap. <laughs> Some of y'all got dreams and you just gave up on them. Get around somebody else that got a purpose and your dream will start. I gotta go. You are blessed, why? Because you believed that the Lord will do what he said. The title of this sermon is Baby Shower. Yeah. At a baby shower, first of all, it's not called a parent shower. It's not called a mother shower. It's called a baby shower. It's an environment where everything about this atmosphere is about the future. <laughs> everything about this environment is about what's about to happen. And live. Guest services, could y'all help me, please? I just want to celebrate you today and let you know that you're pregnant and this is your baby shower. <laughs> Take a little gift. We want to give you a gift. This is your baby shower. We are, you, need to, you, you need to understand that you need to get around people that will shower your next season. Take the gift and keep listening to me, please. You need to get around people that'll shower your next season. You need to get around people that'll talk about what's about to happen in your life. You need to get around people. You need to create an environment of people that will, because people at baby showers bring prophetic gifts. Nobody at a baby shower brings gifts that are relative to where you are. Nobody brings Motrin, Tylenol, pain medicine. Nobody addresses where you are. They bring gifts that are relative to your future. You ain't got no baby, but they bring diapers. You ain't got no baby, but they bring bibs. You ain't got no baby, but they bring bottles and pacifier. Get around people that'll give gifts that are relative to...
to where you're going. They don't bring no pain medicine, even though the mother might be in pain. Because this is just a pain season. You might be confused right now, but we ain't talking about what you're confused about. We're going to talk about when God brings you out, how happy you're going to be. Y'all missing what I'm saying? Baby shower, baby shower. As bad as the pregnancy process is, it's not frowned upon. It's celebrated. So I wanted to celebrate your pregnancy process today. I want to celebrate you. First of all, I want to announce to some of y'all because you didn't know you're pregnant. The, the candies are coming around. We're going to celebrate you today. Get a piece. All the young people waking up now. Get a piece of candy. Get a little chocolate. It don't matter if it's pink or blue because what's in you going to bless men and women anyway. Did you hear what I said? Get whatever color you want because this anointing on the inside of me is going to bless all generations, all cultures. All, it don't matter. Your next level of joy is coming from the inside of you. The next thing you're going to be excited about is coming from inside of you. And you need to be around people that will shower the baby where you're going, what's coming, not what is. Stop talking about who left you, who dumped you. Yeah, I saw her on IG. She with that other guy. She's still with him. Who cares? Why aren't you showering my future? Live, it's time for a baby shower. You want to start a business? Converse with entrepreneurs. Stop talking to the hood. Never mind. Stop. Have conversations conducive to your baby. You want to write a book? Talk to an author. Inbox them if you don't know none. DM them. You DM everybody else? Stop DMing things conducive to your past. Start DMing things conducive to your fetus, I mean future. You got a fetus to nurture. Your conversations need to nurture it. Atmosphere is important. You, why you smoking? You know I'm pregnant. You don't let anybody do anything around you. Because I'm pregnant. My life ain't about me. It ain't just about me. I'm carrying something great. If I had it my way, I'd do whatever I want, but I can't. I'm pregnant. Be encouraged today, live. Be encouraged to change. Be encouraged to expand and grow. And intentionally get around people like Mary and Elizabeth. The Bible says that Mary stayed there for three months. So she stayed there until Elizabeth had the baby. She had to see that impossible thing happen to have more faith that her impossible thing will happen. Wow, she really had that baby. Get around people that'd be like, yo, it really happened. So you can go home and say, it can happen to me. Why most people we converse with or connect with, we leave and we're not encouraged. Y'all can stand up. That'll help me shut up. Stand up. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Let me just be quiet because I can go all day. Everybody stand. We're going home. Everybody stand. Stretch your legs a little bit. Stretch a little bit. Do your neck like this a little bit. Get that crick out your neck. You've been sitting a while. You've been an amazing class. This is our, what is it called? What's the class you went to when we had to learn how to breathe and all that stuff? This is Lamaze today. Lamaze slash baby shower. I wanted to get you guys just a little token, a little gift. 
So they could remind you when you leave here, oh yeah, I'm carrying something. If you have to eat the candy, go ahead, just save the wrapper or something. I mean, I want a little token to remind you, I'm carrying something. I'm carrying something. Get around people that'll shower that baby. It ain't even here yet, and all these gifts is at the baby shower. After the baby get here, the wise man came to Jesus, brought frankincense and myrrh, brought things the baby needed. What's nurturing your dream? What's nurturing your purpose? What's nurturing where you're going? If everything strengthens your past, you'll never engage your future. Ever. Welcome to your baby shower. Congratulations, you're pregnant. <laughs> Congratulations! Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.